Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Well, I want to take just a few minutes this morning and I want to talk to you about the power of the cross. The power of the cross. The power of the cross. How many of you know that the cross is the centerpiece of the Christian life? The cross is the centerpiece of the Christian life. I want want you just to imagine with me for a moment. You know, right now it's March Madness, and uh, those of you that are basketball fans are probably consumed with the game. Some of you could probably care less. (laughs) But there are games going on in in the uh, NCAA basketball tournament. Just imagine, imagine this right here. Imagine that all the fans of all these different teams have joined in these arenas together, these stadiums, there to be able to cheer their team on, and they bring in the the best referees, they bring in the the best announcers to help walk us through the games play-by-play. They have the best teams that have come together with the best players that have walked onto the court preparing for tip-off to go into a game. And imagine with me real quick, if they're all there on the court, the fans are gathered around, the announcers are getting everything hyped up, and, and all of a sudden the refs look at each other and they say, where's the basketball? Where's the basketball? We can't, we can't play the game without the basketball. The, the basketball, everything is centered about, around what's about to happen now with the, the basketball. The basketball is everything to the game. The basketball is the main thing. And I want to just take that right there, and I want you to think about our own Christian walk and and that the cross is, is the main thing. The cross is the main thing. Come on, friend, the cross is the main thing. What, what good is it if we gather here in church together and, and we leave out or we forget the cross? What, what good is it this morning if you if you'd spend time in your Bible, reading the Bible, but you, you leave out the cross, you forget the cross? The cross is the centerpiece of the Christian life. Hear me this morning, that without the cross, there's no forgiveness of sin. Without the cross, there's, there's no power. Without the cross, there is no freedom. There's no victory. Without the cross, there is no hope. The cross is the main thing. The cross is the centerpiece. There is power in the cross. And the Apostle Paul knew the power that was in the cross. The Apostle Paul knew that the cross was the centerpiece of the Christian walk. And we see those words in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, where Paul told those believers in Corinth. He says, the message of the cross is foolishness to those that are perishing, but to us that are being saved, it is the power of God. Paul knew that there was, there was power in the cross. He says, to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And the message of the cross is powerful 
The cross is powerful because at the cross we find forgiveness of sins. At the cross we find power for healing in our bodies. At the cross we find power for deliverance. At the cross we find uh, victory over spiritual battles that we encounter in this life. Please hear me this morning. There is power in the cross. The true power at the cross there is there for us so we can walk through this life in victory. And some of you are here today and you're missing out on victory. You're feeling discouraged. You're feeling defeated. And the Lord wants to change that today. Whatever it is that has held you captive, whatever it is that has discouraged you, whatever it is that has you defeated, Jesus wants you today to connect to the power of the cross for your victory. Hallelujah. Now, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn over into uh, Colossians chapter 2 verses 13 through 15 I don't have it on the screen but if you have your Bibles you can follow along in Colossians chapter 2 the Apostle Paul again he's talking about the power of the cross and he has wrote this letter here to the Colossian believers because false preachers and false teachers had crept into the church there and were causing confusion and causing division within the church these false preachers and teachers that had crept into the church there, they were, they were doing something that was, Paul said, this is a no-no. They're, 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 adding, they're adding religious rituals and they're adding religious rules. A lot of them that were, they were man-made. They were adding those things to the, to the gospel and what they were doing was they were trying to take away from the power of the cross. They were adding things to the gospel. They were adding religious works. They were adding religious rituals and they were adding religious rules and they were trying to, uh, to take down the cross of Christ. How many of you know churches are doing that today? Churches are doing that today. Seeker-sensitive churches are actually literally taking down, they're taking down the crosses from their churches uh, so they would be uh, they wouldn't, so they wouldn't offend nobody in their eyes. Let me just give a word of encouragement to all of us and to anybody else uh, that's a follower of Christ. Instead of taking down the cross, we need to be lifting up the cross. We need to be lifting up the cross so all men could be drawn unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul knew that they were in danger there in that church. They were in danger of letting these people come in and take down the cross, if you will. And Paul is reminding the church there that spiritual freedom and victory is found only in the cross of Christ. So he gives them these words here that we can apply to our life. In Colossians 2, verses 13 through 15, when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature... God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. Having counseled the written code with all its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us, he took it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Paul here is talking to them about the power of the cross. Paul is telling them right now, don't allow no one to come in your church and take down the cross. You lift up the cross because that's where the power is. And Paul was reminding them of that power. And we can look at these verses here and we can see some things that we can apply to our life. I want you to notice the power of the cross. 
the power of the cross over sin, over sin. I hope you realize today that our greatest enemy is not China. Our greatest enemy is not Russia. Our greatest enemy is sin. We, we need to understand that today, that sin is powerful. In fact, it's so great that no matter how wonderful of a Christian you are, you're no, nobody's strong enough to overcome this enemy, sin. In fact, sin is so powerful and so great that Jesus, the Son of God, he had to leave the riches of heaven and he had to come to this earth so he could go and die on the cross to defeat this enemy. We have victory over sin today because of what Christ did in coming to this earth and dying on the cross. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for that. Jesus, think about it. Jesus, the Son of God, he took our place. He was the substitute for us. He took our place on the cross, paying the penalty for our sins so we could be forgiven. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, the Bible says that God made him, Jesus, who had no sin to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Listen to me, friend. Jesus took the punishment for our sin, satisfying a holy God, and through Jesus Christ, we have been set free from the penalty of sin and the power of sin. And Paul is reminding us that through Christ, on the cross, all our sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Our sins are under the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah for that. Aren't you thankful that our sins are under the blood of Jesus Christ? Jesus died on the cross for everyone so we could be saved from our sins. And you may be here today. You may have walked in. You might be watching through the live stream and you're one of the nicest people that has ever walked this earth. And there's some nice people in here. You may be here today and you feel like the worst person that has ever walked this earth. Listen to me, please. It doesn't matter if you're good or whether you're bad. You still need to come to the cross to have your sins forgiven. I don't care who you are, friend. You, listen, to have your sins forgiven, you need to come to the cross of Christ. No matter who you are. No matter how good you've been and no matter how bad you've been. The cross of Christ gives power over sin. In Romans chapter 6, verse 14, Paul told the Romans there, For sin shall not be your master, because you're not under the law, but you're under grace. How many of you are thankful today you're under grace? Let me read it to you again. For sin shall not be your master, because you're not under the law, but you're under grace. Paul was saying that, listen, sin no longer has control over your life. Why? Because you're dead to sin and now you're alive with Jesus Christ. I read it to you in Colossians. He says, now you were dead in your sins, but now you're alive with Jesus Christ. And because of the power of the cross over sin, you can live now as an instrument of righteousness and you don't have to walk around as an instrument of wickedness. You can walk around as an instrument of righteousness. Listen, as soon as you come to Jesus Christ and you come to the cross and you receive him into your life, and you're born again, holiness begins in your life. Holiness begins in your life. When you say yes to Jesus by faith, and you ask him to forgive you of your sins, you're born again, and then holiness begins in your life. Holiness starts when the grace of God saves your soul. And you can walk a, a life, you can be an instrument of righteousness, 
You can walk a life of holiness because of the cross of Christ. I got good news for you this morning. It is possible for you to live a holy life pleasing to God. It is possible for you to live a godly life pleasing to God. And the only reason it's possible is because of the cross of Christ and what Jesus did there. And we thank the Lord that he has paid the price over the penalty of sin and the power of sin. And we give him all glory, honor. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Power over sin. Power over sin. Thank the Lord. Jesus came to die on the cross. And there's power over sin. And I want you to notice as well, there's power over power of the cross over self. Sometimes we face battles with self. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Come on, don't act like you're so holy. We have battles with ourself, with self. I, I won't never forget, well, I may have told this before, but it's uh, worth repeating. We have a long stand-up mirror on the back of our uh, bedroom door, and I remember one morning I was getting dressed to come come here to the church, and I was walking by, and I caught a glimpse of somebody standing there in that door, and man, it freaked me out, and it was me. <laughs> and the Lord looked at me right there on the spot. The Lord said, "You know what? I'm just reminding you that you know what you're your greatest enemy." You're your greatest enemy at times in your own life, you know. And sometimes we have battles with self. Sometimes we battle with self. Sometimes we have fights with our flesh. I, I meet with people at times, and, and to me it seems like, just like in my case, that self seems to be one of their greatest enemies. I counsel people and talk to them, and, and they wonder why they're unable to, to live a holy and pleasing life unto God. They, they wonder why they feel so defeated and discouraged at times in their life. And, and I believe the problem is, is they're, allowing, they're allowing their flesh to lead them and to guide them instead of allowing the, the Holy Spirit to, to lead and guide them. Listen, I, I know people, they've, they've received Jesus Christ in their life and they stop right there. And, and they're, they're fine with being saved and then they try to walk out their Christian walk in their own power and their own strength can I tell you right now that that's never going to end well I've been there and done that before man it's just, a, it's just a workload that we're not required to carry because you're just every day you're trying to work and work and work and work and try and try and try and try and, and yeah we do need to put effort but listen friend it's not about self and what you can do and trying to do it in your own power listen when you rely on your flesh it's never going to end well it's never going to end well when you rely on the flesh in fact Paul said in Romans 8 8 that those who are in the flesh cannot please God Romans 8.13 says, If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Paul preached that. He preached that, that the cross of Christ has power over the flesh, power over self. In fact, his testimony, he even declared in, in Galatians 2.20 when he says, about his own life. He says, I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live. In other words, self has died. He says, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul was saying, listen, trust in the power of the cross instead of trusting in yourself. And here's what happens if we're not careful. We try to fight our battles in, the, in this life. We try to fight them in the flesh. And then we wonder why we get discouraged. We wonder why we feel defeated. 
we, we try to fight our battles in the flesh and we wonder why we fall. We wonder why we fail. We wonder why we fold at times under the pressure. Listen, when you come to the cross and you're crucified with Christ, self no longer lives, but it's Christ living in you. And because of that work of the cross, self dies and there's a new person in Christ Jesus there's a new life in Christ Jesus there's a changed life in Christ Jesus because that old self is dead and now Christ has made all things new because he lives in you hallelujah when you go home to your family they're going to notice there's been a change in your life when you go to work, your boss and your co-workers, there's going to know there's been a change in your life. When you go to school, your, your classmates, your peers, those around you, they're going to know there's been a change in your life. And the reason for the change is not because you try harder and you work harder. The reason for the change is because you have been to the cross, you've been crucified with Christ, you no longer live, but it's Christ living in you, and he's giving you victory over your flesh. Hallelujah. And we praise the Lord for that because... When you try to obtain victory by your own strength, all you're doing is you're taking down the cross. That's what you're doing. When you, when you try to obtain victory by walking in your own strength, you know what you're doing? You're, you're, you're taking down the cross. You're, you're, trying to, uh, you're weakening the power of the cross. And some of you need to come to the cross today so your flesh can be crucified, so you can have total victory over those flesh fights and those flesh battles that you've been in. Some of you right now, you're in a flesh fight with fear. Some of you are in a flesh fight with anger and bitterness. Some of you are in a flesh fight with brokenness and insecurities and depression. Your flesh wants you, listen, your flesh wants you to live dominated by those things. Your flesh wants you to be dominated by the natural instead of the supernatural. I'll, listen, I'll admit to you right now, when, you, when you're walking in the flesh... Friend, it's not, it's not normal when you're in the flesh to, to forgive somebody that's caused pain in your life. It's not normal to pray and forgive your enemy. It's not normal to let go of your troubles and problems and, and, and give it to the Lord. We want to hold on to it. But here's what happens. When we allow Jesus to live through us, he supplies the power we need to have victory over these battles. And that's why Paul could say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Hallelujah. Listen, through the cross of Christ, you can have power to overcome things that would normally overcome you. It's not going to happen in the flesh. Through the cross of Christ, you can have power to overcome things that would normally overcome you. Because of the cross, you can walk in faith instead of fear. Because of the cross, you can walk in peace instead of worry. Because of the cross, you can walk with joy instead of anger. Because of the cross, you can offer forgiveness instead of holding on to bitterness. Because of the cross, you're no longer held captive anymore. The cross of Christ is what sets you free. Thank you, Lord, that you've been set free from the power of self, the power of flesh. Praise the Lord. You're not who you used to be. Man, we could stop right there and park, and I'm sure we could hear some testimonies. Thank the Lord I'm not who I used to be. I'm not, I've not arrived yet, but listen, I'm not who I used to be, and I praise the Lord. Thank the Lord that there's power over self, power to give us victory over those flesh battles. And I want to just leave you with this thought here. There's also power of the, the power of the cross over Satan. How many of you believe we're living in the last days right now? 
Come on. I mean, if you, if you can't see what's going on around us, you need to wake up. Hallelujah. Come on. Wake up. Wake up and look around and see what's going on right now. We're living in the last days, and Satan knows his time is limited, and he's doing everything he can to unleash as much hell and evil and wickedness and darkness upon every one of us as he can. And we see it around us all the time. And he has this one goal in mind, and that's what his mission is, and that is to steal and to kill and destroy. And Satan and all of the demons of uh, his, his workforce there, those demonic powers, they, they're, they're hard at work, and they want to destroy our relationship with Christ. Satan, you know what he wants for you? He wants you to flee from God. He wants you to forsake God. He wants you to deny God. He wants you to curse God. And don't miss this right here because I believe it with all of my heart. Satan comes against us with every scheme that he can to be able to hurt us and cause pain and destruction in our life. You know why he does that? Because he hopes that enough pain in your life will cause you to forsake Christ and forget about the power of the cross. He thinks if he can give you enough pain in your life, he'll cause you to forsake and turn away from Christ and forget about the power of the cross. Satan hopes enough pain in your life will cause you to give up on following Jesus Christ. And friend, I don't care what Satan does. I don't care what scheme he brings against you. Listen to me and don't ever forget this. Jesus is never going to give up on you. He's never going to give up on you. There's power over Satan at the cross of Christ. You may fail. You may, you may fall. You may fold. You may get discouraged at times. You may feel defeated at times. But I got some good news for you today, friend. Right there where you're at, Jesus will pick you up. He'll pick you up. and he'll help you to keep going again friend and you can have victory as you go forward through Christ hallelujah hallelujah you can have victory in the name of Jesus and the reason why you can have victory is because Jesus has has disarmed the powers and principalities of darkness by the cross Jesus has disarmed all powers and principalities of darkness and by the cross Jesus made a public spectacle of them. If you were to study those words, friend, he, it's like he was having a parade and just, and just showing how weak and defeated the enemy really is, just dragging them along. Look, you, you, you were afraid of him. He's nothing. Jesus is victorious. Your world might be shaken right now by what Satan has done and caused in your life. Your family may be shaken right now. Your faith may be shaken right now because of some things that you've had to walk through and endure. But I encourage you, friend, with all I have in my heart right now and from the word of God that you come to the cross. Listen, come to the cross. Stay at the cross because the cross will never be shaken. Hallelujah. The cross will never be shaken. Lord, Lord, we, we, David said, my eyes always upon the Lord and I will never be shaken. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the cross. And there's people in this church right now, I mean, I'm telling you, if we, if we had time to bring people up on this stage right now, people in this church that have been shaken, they've been shaken by the works of Satan. Some people were, they, they, the, the schemes of the enemy 
pulled them away from the Lord, the schemes of the enemy, drugged them away for whatever reason through addictions and through sickness and through troubles and through tragedy. But here's the good news that I can tell you today. These people, instead of giving up, they stayed connected to the power of the cross and they overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, which is the cross, and the word of their testimony. They didn't give up. They didn't forsake the Lord. They kept going forward with Him victoriously. And they overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Through the cross, we can have victory over sin, over self, and victory over Satan. Friend, listen to me. If God can do it in their life, He can do it in your life. If God did it for them, He can do it for you. If God can take a man or woman and, and deliver them out of the bonds of addiction and, and, and uh, pornography and, and all that whole world there that just uh, destroys you and if God can take somebody that's been through uh, tragedy after tragedy and, and, and help them to keep walking forward victoriously if he can do it for them he can do it for you my God brother Kevin if you'll come brother let me just tell you this morning that sin does not have the final say so over what happens to you Self does not have the final say-so over what happens to you. Satan does not have the final say-so over what happens to you. And the reason why is because Jesus, he came and he died on the cross. When we were ungodly, rebellious sinners, the Bible says that Jesus came and demonstrated his love to us. That even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Aren't you thankful that Christ died for you and died for me? You see, when a person comes to the cross, they're changed. They're changed. Paul says they've been made alive with Christ. They've been made alive with Christ. I mean, you know, man, I thought I was living, but man, when I came to Christ, that's when life really started. And that's what happens when we come to the cross. Our life is transformed by the power of God. And let me give you some good news. The Lord is still changing lives today. He's still transforming people today and turning their life around. And the reason why is because He has won the victory over sin and death through the work of the cross. Jesus sets us free. And He helps us to be able to live with victoriously every day of our life. Maybe you're here this morning and you need victory. Maybe you're here this morning and you need freedom. Maybe you're here this morning and you need forgiveness of sin. Can I just encourage you to come to the cross? Come to the cross. Come to the cross. There's power at the cross over sin. Power at the cross over self. Power at the cross over Satan. And whatever you've walked in here with this morning, it has, it's been a battle for you. Maybe you're in a flesh battle right now. And you, you want the Lord to, to give you victory over these things that you've been battling with and struggling with. Maybe you're here this morning you need healing in your body. But more than anything, you're here today and you need to be saved. Come to the cross and give your life to Jesus. Come on, friend. Being good enough is not going to get you to heaven. And if you've been bad... 
the Lord can save you and forgive you of your sins no matter what you've done no matter what your past looks like can I get an amen on that one hallelujah so I want you to bow your heads please and let's pray together Holy Spirit please have your way friend you're here this morning and and you've heard this word on the power of the cross the message of the cross the power of the cross over sin and you know that sin is in your life right now and you've never asked the Lord to forgive you of your sins and you know that if something were to happen to you you know heaven's not in your future but you want to make a change today you want to make a choice today and you want to come to the cross you want to come to the cross and you want to ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins to cleanse you you want your sins under the blood of Jesus Christ so you can become the righteousness of God and you can have that assurance that heaven is in your future and that you're going to spend eternity with Jesus but it all starts with you making a choice today to to believe in him and to receive him how many of you here this morning and you're not sure you don't have that assurance that Jesus is your savior and that heaven is in your future and you want me to pray for you I promise I'm not going to embarrass you or anything like that you want me just to pray for you would you be so bold to lift your hand and say that's me right now I need the Lord I need the Lord would you, would you lift your hand if that's you where I can see it praise God Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me ask you this. If you're here this morning and you've been in a flesh battle, Satan has been fighting you, and you've been praying that God would give you victory over some things that you've been in a fight with recently, and some of you weeks and weeks and months and months and even years and years, and and you need prayer today, and you... You want victory over those things that have caused havoc in your life and caused hardship in your life and bitterness and brokenness in your life and you want me to pray for you. Would you lift your hand and say, that's me, I need it, I need it. Would you hold it up high? Hold it up high, hold it up high. Hallelujah. Would you all stand with me, please? Let's stand together right now. Jesus, 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 Jesus. How many of you have a desire to want to draw near to God right now and to the cross? Yes. Every, every hand that's up, everyone that needs victory in your life right now, I, I want you to come. Listen, this is an altar right here. We call it the altar. But what you're doing is when you take a step out, it's a step of faith that, you know what, I'm trusting you, God, that you're going to meet me today, and I'm drawing, I'm coming to the cross, and I'm believing you to help me. If you, if you lifted your hand right now, I want you to come down here and make your way. Please, we're not going to embarrass you. We just want to pray for you. We want to pray for you. Yes. I need victory over some things. I want to draw closer to the cross. I, I want more power for deliverance, for strength, for healing. Lord, I need you right now. I need you right now. Come on, we're going to wait for you. We're going to let the Lord work right here. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Just make your way here to the altar. Yes. I need prayer warriors to come. Yes. Come on, don't check out on me. I need you to come and pray. 
I need you to come and pray. There's people up here that are believing for victory, that are in some flesh battles right now, and they need the hand of the Lord to work. Would you come and would you help pray right now? Just walk and pray over these people, and let's believe for the Lord to work right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come to the cross. God, I pray right now, God, for victory and strength, God.